Hey, you're listening to episode 162 of the Keto Diet Podcast, where we're talking all about the keto wagon and falling off of it, including how often I fall off the wagon, waiting to change before you live your life, how my view of the wagon has changed, and so much more. I'm laying on my stomach, hanging out, and today's episode is going to be like super chill. I don't really have anything planned. Episode 161, I chatted a lot about carb ups specifically like how to know the signs of whether or not you should do a carb up what to watch for and then I ended the episode with a recording that I did a while back on body positivity repairing the relationship that you have with your body and so if you didn't listen to that episode please go back episode 161. It was just a couple of days ago if you missed it um, because it's very much in line with the conversation we're having today. But I wanted to delve a little bit deeper into the relationship we have with the wagon. It was actually Noelle Tarr. She's been on the podcast. She was actually just on the podcast a couple episodes ago. She posted this like meme thing years ago, like there is no wagon. And that was really powerful to me at that moment of just like, wait a minute. There's no wagon. I've created this wagon that I feel like I need to be on, but ultimately there is no actual wagon and I'm just like stressing myself out for no reason. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. And if all of the things that I'm saying feel like completely foreign to you, like I'm speaking alien gibberish, then I highly recommend going to healthfulpursuit.com slash whole. That's W-H-O-L-E where you can get a 28 day challenge of doing all this work so that you don't have to feel crazy around food. And maybe actually you look in the mirror sometimes and like actually enjoy what you see sometimes, even if you could just do it like once in the 28 days, that would be awesome. Also, if you have questions about today's content, you can head on over to healthfulpursuit.com contact and ask me. And today is a very special day because it's the last day that I'm going to get to chat with you before my newest book comes out, Keto for Women. (laughs) You like that? I actually do sing in my spare time and it's not nearly as bad as what I just gave to you. I'm really sorry about that. (laughs) I'm so excited for this book to come out, guys. If you've pre-ordered, thank you so much for showing your support. I never thought in a million years that I would write a woman's health book. Like, who am I? Who is this woman here? Uh, But I did. And it's coming out June 18th. And if you haven't already pre-ordered, it's not too late. And what you get when you pre-order is that you don't have to pay until June 18th. I know it's like a couple days away, but like, hey, that's awesome. You lock in the lowest price that'll be between the time you pre-order and the time it comes out. You're guaranteed a copy and you can enter to win one of three VIP memberships into Happy Keto Body, my 12-week video training program for women where you get lifetime VIP coaching. Like just just this in and of itself is like, why the heck wouldn't you pre-order? Sometimes it's on for like $17 and it's like, oh my gosh, that's so inexpensive. I wish I had this resource when I was totally frustrated and confused with all this keto stuff. And if you're like, oh my gosh, Leanna sharing so many things, I don't even understand what's happening. You can go to ketodietpodcast.com, check out episode 162, and it'll have all the links and like relevant stuff that we're chatting about today or that I've already shared. So if you're like not a, oh my gosh, I need to write down this link right now person, you can just go to ketodietpodcast.com, look up episode 162, and it'll have all the resources you need right there. Okay, let's do this thing. 
Welcome to the Keto Diet Podcast, the show all about keto for women so you can burn fat, balance your hormones, and heal your body. If you're new around these parts, I'm Leanne Vogel. You may know me as the international best-selling author of The Keto Diet and author of the upcoming paperback book, Keto for Women, where I'm showing you how to take charge of the imbalances that are ruling your life so you can discover your happy weight in three easy steps. Or you may know me as the nutritionist that likes dipping pork rinds in avocado oil mayo. I'm so glad you're here with me today, and thanks so much for listening. So I just finished this amazing book by Caroline Dooner, and I don't think she knows that I exist. I'm like actually terrified to reach out to her and be like, hey, I read your book. I really like it because... (laughs) I feel like she'll just be like, okay, another one of those keto dieters feeling like they figured it all out because they understand body image, but not really because they still diet. (laughs) And I love, 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 love her approach. And I do see similarities between what she shares and what Jess Baker shares. She's been on the podcast before and just like all my body image, body positivity. um, I call them pals, but most of them don't even know I exist. People that are really changing the way that I look at nutrition and diet. And, you know, a couple of years ago, I really, really struggled with how to find a space between knowing that keto felt good in my body, but also not practicing it like super strict so that I didn't go crazy around food. And that's been a very delicate balance. And I think it's so, so, so individualized and such a personal experience that I can't even begin to tell you exactly what to do to balance the two. And you might not feel like that's something that you need right now, but I can tell you something that I don't even know how to firmly um, communicate this. I just really, the the story that I continue to tell in my in my little brain right now is like, your body doesn't actually matter. Like whether I'm a size seven or a size 16, that really doesn't affect my ability to live my best life. Now, you may argue that at size 16, it's gonna be harder for me to find clothes. I don't really care. You may argue, and I'm just picking numbers. Like I think I'm, it depends on the clothes. I'm anywhere between a size 10 to size 16, depending on the store, but You may argue that at a size 16, it might be harder for me to find clothes. I might not fit into an airplane seat like awesomely. But if you kind of like look around at most human beings, we're all kind of similar size, at least from what I can tell. And I know women who are in large bodies living their best life. And I know women in small bodies that are living their best life. And I've spoken to fat girls that are loving life. And I've spoken to girls that have struggled with having no fat on their bodies that they're picked on just as much. And I think when it really, 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 really comes down to it all, it's pretty miraculous that we have the bodies that we have outside of how they look. And it's really been a struggle for me to find a good place in between knowing, like full blown knowing that the ketogenic diet is such a powerful eating style. And by eating this way and like embracing eating more fat, your brain lights up and you are able to feel your body better and do this work, like do your work in this world. It's such a powerful and has been such a powerful experience for me. Like this diet changed my life. And I say diet only because I guess that's how everyone knows it, but it's really to me, keto is not a diet. 
it's not even really a lifestyle, really. I don't, I don't see it as a lifestyle because a lifestyle means that there's more to it. Like I see keto as a tool that I've used to set the intention of eating low carb, high fat, giving myself permission to eat more fat so that my brain lights up every day so that I can show up in the ways that I want to so that I can build a lifestyle outside of my diet that helps me live the life I want to live. Like guys, there is no way, like no way ever, 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 ever that the old Leanne, I don't want to say old Leanne because like I'm the same Leanne, but like the Leanne, the vegan, high carb, no fat yoga, vegan raw thing person, (laughs) thing person, would have felt comfortable, I don't know, going on a road trip by herself through the mountains by herself, moving into an RV, selling her house, moving into a sailboat, traveling all over the world in her sailboat. Who is this person? Like, there's no way I ever would have had the guts to do something like that. Back to today's episode in a sec. ButcherBox features 100% grass-fed and finished heritage-bred pork and organic free-range chicken. ButcherBox sends you high-quality, health-promoting meats directly to your door on dry ice and free shipping anywhere in the lower 48. ButcherBox makes committing to quality protein sources less expensive and more available to everyone. Their prices are hard to beat, and it's challenging to find a higher quality product anywhere in the USA. I've been using ButcherBox for years and love the convenience of a package showing up just when I need it, and their ground sausage is an absolute dream. ButcherBox has put together a super special deal for all listeners of the show. Order your first box and get a special gift plus an additional $20 off. Now, this special gift is so epic that I can't even mention it on the episode today. So you'll have to go to butcherbox.com slash keto diet to check out the deal plus get your $20 off your very first order. Again, that's butcherbox.com slash keto diet to check out the deal plus get $20 off your first order. If you're unsure of the link, simply check out today's show notes for all the details. Okay, back to today's episode. But when I started eating keto and I really got real with myself on the fact that there is no wagon, guys, like there is not a wagon. There's a way that my body feels best and there's a way that my body doesn't feel best. And I can make a decision to eat how my body feels best or doesn't feel best or a mixture of the two. And it's really up to me and I can empower myself to eat whatever the heck I want. I associate the choices that I make just based on what feels good as being more of a ketogenic eating style. But like if I have a, I don't know, oh, for example, I'm really digging this Artisana Organics Hazelnut. It's like chocolate spread, I guess it's like the healthier quote unquote version of Nutella. And I can't have Nutella because it has a ton of milk and it always hurts my stomach and I do try. But like I love this stuff and I don't know, a couple weeks ago now, maybe even a couple months. I don't even know. I'm losing track of time. Oh my gosh, 2019 is almost over. I'm just kidding. We're just getting started. But I put it on a banana and I ate it at lunchtime. And this thing has sugar and there was a banana and I was, I didn't even think about it. I didn't care. I just didn't care. I wanted a banana and I wanted the chocolate spread. I had had like a day and I just wanted to sit with my banana and some chocolate spread. And like, if you're not down with that plan, that's totally fine. And I'm not forcing you to do something you don't want to do. 
I have no interest in that. And really your body is your body is your body. I don't care what you do with it. Really, I don't. I just want to empower you to make the best choices that you want to make for your body. And so I ate that banana with the chocolate sauce. And then I even took the spoon and had like, I don't know, like four to 10 spoonfuls more, probably like half the jar. And I was like, how cool is this? I'm just sitting here on the couch eating a banana and some chocolate spread. And it took me a while to be like, oh man, I feel kind of guilty. I, I ate some chocolate. I shouldn't have had that. It's the afternoon. I'm probably not going to sleep well. And oh, if I posted this on Instagram, people would judge me. But like, I don't know, man, I wasn't hungry for the rest of the day. So that was like probably around one o'clock that I had that banana with chocolate sauce. And then I went the whole day. I wasn't hungry at all. I went to sleep. I woke up the next day. I had a huge like keto breakfast with meats and fats and all the things and life went on and I felt great. So great. So what I'm trying to convey to you is that you set your own limitations and it's not your fault. It's really not your fault that, that this happened to you, that you feel like in order to show up in the world, you need to be in a smaller body or a different body. It's been brought to my attention, especially lately, that there are a lot of women that listen that are in smaller bodies that have been ridiculed and made fun of and picked on and just like felt like they didn't belong because they were in a very, very small body and their bones showed and they would get picked on like they don't eat enough. And as somebody who's experienced an eating disorder with anorexia, I was always praised for a body like that. And people always said I looked so great, which definitely didn't help things and definitely fueled the fire with my own imbalances. But that's not to say that just because I didn't experience it doesn't mean that other people don't experience it. And I think at the end of the day, if we can just do us and look back, hopefully we all make it to 80, 90, 100 years old. And we're looking back on our life and it's like, our lives rather. And it's all these amazing experiences and connections and all the great things that we did and how we felt. Would you be kind of like pissed off at yourself if you looked back over your 80 years and it was like all highlighted with dieting? That sucks, dude. Like that really sucks. And I just, I don't, I don't want to look back because I, I don't know. I don't know if you believe in next life or whatever, but like the way I see it, we got one life. That's all. That's it. When it's done, it's over. And I just, I really, really want to, whatever age I'm laying on my deathbed, hopefully I'm old and hopefully I've lived a big life and hopefully I have the mental capacity to look back and just be like, yeah, man, I'm proud of myself. Look at all these things that I did and experiences and how I pushed myself and learned and what a blessing this life has been. It feels so fulfilled and I loved and I loved hard and I failed and I failed hard. I don't want to be like, yeah, that extra chocolate bar I had when I was 62, it went straight to my hips and then I didn't go to that party because I just felt like garbage. Seriously, I just, I'm not about that life. And maybe you're listening to this and you're like, this is terrifying. There's no way. How? How? I feel you, girl. <laughs> I remember listening to an episode of a podcast probably in 2000 and 2016, beginning of 2016, and just, no, 2015, I lied, 2015, and a couple of hosts were talking about how much they accepted their body, and I was like, ha, 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 easy for you to say you have a six-pack, 
easy for you to say you don't you know you just like work out all day and don't have obligations to do anything and it's very easy for us to look at other people and think that they have it all together and like how could they possibly figure out all this stuff to do with body acceptance and it's so individualized and I just want you to know that there's really no such thing as a wagon there's still struggles that all of us deal with and that you owe it to yourself to deprogram your brain with all this hogwash that you've been fed that in order to be loved and accepted, you need to be in a different body. Whether that's smaller, larger, stronger, healthier, I don't care. The body that you have right now, right this moment, has every right to be loved, accepted, respected as a body that you hope you'll have one day. So take a moment to just like soak that up Understanding that this work is hard and that it's not your fault that you feel the way that you feel about your body. You didn't ask for many of these beliefs. I didn't ask for these beliefs. Back to today's episode in a sec. Today's episode is sponsored by my friends over at Perfect Keto, who is an awesome company that I've been working with over the last two years, and I love their commitment to quality, their ability to know what us keto people need, because most of their staff are keto themselves. I use their products to stay into ketosis, burn more fat, extend my fasts, and satisfy my sweet tooth. Now, if you're new to the ketogenic diet, Perfect Keto is a brand that you must know. All of their products help you get on the diet, make the transition easier, have you experiencing ketosis a little bit faster with boosted energy so that you really start to benefit from ketosis and you don't get discouraged by all of the symptoms that can pop up if you're not supplementing with electrolytes or not having enough fat or still having too many artificial sweeteners. And my favorite part to this, guys, is when you're new to keto, you can often have that afternoon slump by supplementing with some of their products, specifically their exogenous ketones or their keto collagen and even a little bit of their MCT oil powder. You can help avoid that afternoon slump that we can often experience as we are transitioning to the ketogenic diet. Now, my personal favorite Perfect Keto products include their keto bars, almond butter brownie, has my heart. It is the perfect dessert. Exogenous ketones help to maintain my energy level and give my brain a certain edge that I need every day. And lastly, their nut butter is out of this world. Amazing. Stick that stuff in the freezer, let it sit for 24 hours and go to town. I use their stuff on a daily basis, sometimes multiple times a day. And if you go to perfectketo.com slash KDP, you can get 20% off their products and up to 25% off a total of $34 off when you grab my favorites as a bundle. Again, that's perfectketo.com slash KDP. Okay, back to today's episode. My first memory, and maybe this might be helpful for you too. My first memory of diet was when my mom was on Weight Watchers. I must have been grade one. My mom had just finished Weight Watchers and she had lost, I, I think, I remember writing on the poster like 20 or 25 pounds or something. And my sister and I and my dad were making posters, getting balloons. I think one of my aunts were there and we were making this poster like, congratulations, 25 pounds. And I remember thinking, okay, so if I lose weight, I get a party. And it's such like a simple, simple thing. Like if I lose weight, I get a party. Isn't that cute? The little, you know, the little kid says that, but like that was ingrained into me at a very young age. Like 
when we lose weight and we look better and we work really hard on our bodies, people love us more. We get attention. And that really stuck with me for a long time. And it took me a lot of therapy, (laughs) a lot of like digging deep to remember this moment and just like reprogram it with a new memory and really giving my mom love. Like she had just finished her, she had just finished her thesis. She had two young kids at home. She was studying for her master's and she was also working out a lot. She worked at um, an aerobics place and she was doing Weight Watchers and all these things. And I, looking back and knowing that she was around my age when she had these two kids and all these things going around, what must have been going on in her head and in her life. And if I were a mom, and I probably won't get this opportunity because children have never really been on my agenda, but hey, you never know, things happen. But if I were a mom, I really, really wouldn't want my kids boy, girl, or anything to grow up with either parent obsessed about their body to the point where they're ingrained with some of these beliefs too. And it's not just parents um, that ingrain these beliefs. It's like society. But I think if we can create safe homes where kids understand, and I mean, I'm not a parent. I understand how hard it is, but like take my advice with a grain of salt because I know how hard it is and how challenging it can be to just make all the things work together But if there's a way that we can all work together and even in a community setting to educate our children so they can make good choices for themselves, educated choices for themselves and their bodies, I think it'll be a better, better world. And it all starts with the parents and and the home life and what we teach our kids and what we teach them is important. And if I were a mom, I would definitely try to instill a sense of confidence and yeah, confidence And the fact that your body has nothing to do with anything and you can do anything you put your mind to and your body isn't that limitation. So maybe I'm rambling. Maybe you got something from today's episode. This topic does mean a whole bunch to me and something that I have been sharing a lot more on the podcast. We'll continue to do so. Next episode, we're going to be talking about adjusting keto for hormones. That'll be coming out in episode 163. So if you're like, oh, enough of the body love stuff already. Let's talk about keto stuff. It's coming next week. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I'll see you in a couple days. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. Join us again in a couple of days to discover more Keto for Women secrets for your fat-fueled life. The Keto Diet Podcast, including show notes and links, provides information in respect to healthy living, recipes, nutrition, and diet, and is intended for informational purposes only. The information provided is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment, nor is it to be construed as such. We cannot guarantee that the information provided on the Keto Diet Podcast reflects the most up-to-date medical research. Information is provided without any representations or warranties of any kind. Please consult a qualified physician for medical advice and always seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding your health and nutrition program.